Shalom, shalom. Welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. Hallelujah. We are live on the social media platforms. We're broadcasting a little earlier again like yesterday, so we know a lot of people uh, from the U.S. might not be tuning in right now, but that's okay. just want to welcome Esther we have in Australia in the evening there. Good to have you join with us tonight. And uh, if you are tuning in, I just want to encourage you, just give us a shout out on the comments section on YouTube and Facebook. Let us know you're watching. If you're listening by podcast, we welcome you. We thank you for joining with us uh, as our feeds go out uh, all across. Uh, many platforms around the world so please email me kenny at bulldozerfaith.com share your testimony on encouragement you're receiving as you spend time on these uh, devotions that we post on bulldozerfaith.com as well so enemy we welcome you we're going to just take a moment to pray we're going to press into the scriptures here today and uh, we look forward to what the Father is going to do in this session. We're talking about, um, what are we talking about? Okay, live with the truth revealed. Hallelujah. Live with the truth revealed. How do we get to that place where we have a sure foundation in our lives? So let's just lay the foundation of prayer. We'll get into the message. Welcome, Mary, as well. Good to see you. You're on your way to work. Excellent. Blessings to you in North Carolina. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, Father, that there is security that we can have in the word of Yehovah, that we don't need to be anxious about anything but in everything with prayers and petitions we can make our requests known to you and father i thank you for the revelation of the spirit that you reveal your truth to us and we ask father that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts to understand may we come alive with revelation we maybe come alive with understanding that we will continually grow within the scriptures we proclaim your name let your name be revealed yahovah to this generation we just rejoice father what a blessing it is to fellowship together to spend time in your word and we ask father that your word will just come alive off the pages this morning this afternoon here in Israel and minister to our hearts in Yeshua's name. Welcome, Karen, as well. North Carolina, thanks for joining with us as well. If you're just tuning in, just uh, send us a message on the comment section. Let us know where you're watching from. It's always good to see who is connecting with us when we are live. We appreciate everyone, appreciate everyone uh, who uh, uh, spent, sends feedback and lets us know how blessed and encouraged you are with what we do in these devotion times. So here we are again. We're going to press forward. Live with the truth revealed. And, you know, the, the purpose of this title right now, we're going to talk about Romans chapter 12 and really press in on that section. But the, the focus today is how to know how to have growth in your life, but also uh, be free of fear and anxiety. Because sometimes you can look at your life where you're at in your walk in the spirit, and then you look at someone else and it's like, ah, frustration. I just want to grow. I want more. But, you know, I shared a, a story at Arthur Bailey's ministry many years ago, back in 2014, maybe. And um, the message was, you know, about um, the goose, the royal goose of information. It's still on YouTube, actually. You can go on, build those of faith. The royal goose of information. When I was in Hungary, Budapest, the delicacy is goose liver 
And what they do with these geese, uh, they just they keep feeding the grain into the mouth of the goose, and it just keeps eating, keeps eating, eating, and they don't stop. They don't give it a break until literally the goose dies. <laughs> it blows up because it just can't stop eating, and the liver grows, grows, grows. And this is the delicacy. <laughs> I don't know if it's legal in all countries. I know there's been some parts of the U.S. been upset with uh, this delicacy from the Hungarians in the country and also in other parts of the world but it's a delicacy you've got this pure uh, goose liver that people <coughs> love and enjoy with their mashed potatoes and you know but this royal goose of information if you do that in the things of the spirit if you're just sowing the word and the word and the word and the word and just ah oh, you, you and and it's it's because you know, you're just desperate. You have this desperation for growth, desperation to make sure, is God pleased with me? Am I doing the will of Yahovah? And all these different things uh, that goes on in our minds concerning our faith walk, concerning our faith journey. You know what? Let me tell you something. The Father knew what day you would come to faith in Messiah. He knew. He knew how old you would be. He he knew your past. He knew what you've been through. And I just want you to be blessed and encouraged where you are. Enjoy the journey. Don't be miserable trying to get to where you need to be. And also don't compare your life to others. But as you take time in the presence of Yehovah, you, you will understand how fearfully and wonderfully made you are. You have gone from priceless to worthless. Or sorry, from worthless to priceless. Ah, what's happening to me? It's the afternoon. I should be on fire here. You go from worthless to priceless. Why? Because you understand that you are not to be cloned, you know, in the religious sense, religious cloning, but you are called to be woken up, born again of the Spirit, so that you can identify who you are. And listen, I know that it's 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 part of human nature to be anxious. It's part of human nature to conquer, to be better. And, and what I'm saying here today on how you grow in Messiah, I'm not saying that you just sit back with greasy grace and think everything's going to be okay. You, you are called to be a student of the Word. But what hinders you in your walk, in your experience in the Ruach HaKodesh, in the Holy Spirit, is this anxiety of how you're trying to aspire to be like others. Yes, we need those uh, who are role models within our life. And, you know, I love what Paul talks about, you know, when it comes to things like the gift of the Spirit, when he's rebuking them. He's like, listen, I speak in tongues more than all of you. You know, I'm not just rebuking you for the sake of rebuking you. I'm saying, where's the balance within your life? Are we going to live with the truth revealed? And this is what gives us security. We can grow at the pace the Father has for us. And we're going to mention a few scriptures that are important to this. And um, anyway, I just want us to uh, get our our hands, uh, uh, you know, on this subject. I want to read a few verses on the book of Luke chapter 21 before we move into uh, the other scriptures that uh, I want to share. So uh, Luke chapter 21, we're going to read from uh, verse 8, 
you know, or verse 7, the teachers asked, when will these things happen? You know, what's the sign that these things are going to take place? You know, when, when are we going to see the restoration of all things? And this is what it says in verse 8. Watch out that you are not deceived, for many will come in my name, claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and revol- um, revolutions, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences, and various places. The fearful events and great signs from the heavens. But before all this, they will lay hands on you and persecute you. They will deliver you to the synagogues uh, and uh, prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. This will result in you being witnesses to them. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourself. This is the security we have when we are walking in the Spirit. You have to make up your mind that you've not got to try and work it out. And you know, and how are you going to defend yourself? What's my defense? What does it look like? Listen, if you are walking in the Spirit, if you're being persecuted as a believer, if you're being persecuted for your stand in Yehovah, you know, what's the devil want to do? He wants to discredit you. He wants to ruin your character. He wants to break you down in such a way. He wants you fumbling around with the spirit of fear. But Yehovah has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. So we don't have to uh, worry beforehand how we'll defend ourselves. Verse 15, For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. Hallelujah. See, truth is powerful. Truth is amazing. We have the spirit of truth dwelling within us. That's why we've got to know what it, it, it's, it's like to allow the Spirit to train us and to teach us. And this is what true discipleship is. It's not following the doctrines of man and trying to learn another subject in another place. We have got to open people's eyes to the reality of what it truly means to walk by the Spirit. And when we can get people to that place, when we can wean them in the ways of the Spirit, then we can have the confidence that the decisions they will make will be godly decisions that will be backed up by the truth that has been revealed to them. Hallelujah. And in that place, there will be peace. There will be uh, rest that is found in Yeshua. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So that wisdom will come forth. It will be so powerful that your adversaries, they won't even know how to respond because of how awesome Yehovah is. And you know, that was a testimony. I think Mary was sharing uh, the other day how she received a, a prophetic word of knowledge that came forth. She's like, what happened? Where did that come from? That was a word in season. That was the wisdom of Yehovah that was moving forward into the life of another. Hallelujah. So, you know, it even talks about you'll be portrayed by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends. They'll put some of you some of you to death 
all men will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish. Um, By standing firm, you will gain life. So what's it talking about? If put to death, and it says, not a hair of your head will perish. It's talking about the real you, who you truly are. You will stand firm and you will gain life. This is about seeing things from an eternal perspective. What are we called to do? We are called to stand firm in Yehovah. We are not of those who shrink back. When you've done all to, <laughs> when you've done all to stand, <laughs> that's the natural Stand firm then. So there's a place where we move from the natural into the supernatural. So in our pursuit of Yahovah, I encourage you, stay in that place. Allow the Spirit to teach you. Allow the Word to become alive within you. Because this is the bread of heaven. We need the fresh manna on a daily basis. We need to partake of Yeshua. We need to eat of his flesh and drink of his blood, as Yeshua said. It doesn't mean that we're out there, you know, uh, in, in the occult, uh, drinking blood to receive power. We're understanding the power of the work of Yeshua. It's no longer I that live. It's Messiah living in me. You are born again of the Spirit. The old is gone, and behold, all things are new. So our confidence is not in who we used to be. Our confidence is in who he is. We stand upon the promises of Yehovah. We lift up his name. We proclaim his victory. We say that if he be for us, who can be against us? And, you know, we learn how to relax and grow in our faith. Hallelujah. So I want to go to Romans chapter 12. We quote the first few verses on an ongoing basis, but I just want us to open up and just declare uh, this chapter together and be encouraged with this chapter. It says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of Elohim's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim. It's your spiritual act of worship. And first, what are we doing? We're disarming the fear. How is everything going to get worked out? Because every time you see therefore, you ask the question, what's the therefore, therefore? And you look at the previous chapters of what's going on uh, concerning Israel, concerning uh, the believers. How do we stand in the midst of all of this? How do we understand it and get to a place of unity and wisdom has God rejected Israel no he has not rejected Israel so we see what the therefore is therefore it's understanding the big picture you know that the father is going to take even that which is broken and he's going to bring it back together he will graft in the natural branches back into the root of Messiah hallelujah so In view of Elohim's mercy, we've received his mercy. Israel will receive the mercy of Yehovah. In view of these things, we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. We make a decision. (laughs) This is what's holy and pleasing to Elohim. It's our spiritual act of worship. And look, it doesn't mean we give up on music. Music is so beautiful. The songs, the psalms, to proclaim the word, to sing a song of victory, to write songs out of the glory of what the Father is doing in your life. All these things are good. So be encouraged in the place 
of the song of Yahovah that's washing over you. You know, it's it's amazing what worship can do, uh, you know, in our praise, also in our difficult place, uh, you know, when we are uh, uh, suffering and going through difficult times, we can be encouraged with the songs of Yahovah. So don't be of one of those people that reject music and think it's nothing. But understand this, worship is way beyond music. <laughs> you know, worship, you know, at its ultimate you know, it doesn't even involve music. You know, it's like level one worship is music. But when we sacrifice our bodies as living sacrifices, we say, you know what? I present myself on the altar. I lay down me. I'm laying me down. I'm going to choose to live with the truth that has been revealed to me. But I lay me down, Father, so that you can move. I've got to deal with the flesh. I've got to deal with the mindset of of what has been put into us from this world's system. Verse 2, don't conform any longer. Why? Because we used to conform. Now we're non-conformists. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, we are non-conformists. It's time for a revolution. Hallelujah. We're not going to conform to the patterns of this world. So, world, I've had enough of you. I'm not going to walk in your ways. I choose to present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to Elohim. I'm not going to walk in the ways I used to walk. I'm not going to walk in the ways of the world. That pattern, I know what the picture will look like if I apply that pattern to my life. Thank you, Father, you've opened my eyes to see and to understand your truth. So what have we got to do? We've got to come to that place where we are saying, what type of pattern do I choose to follow? And like I said, you know, what I love about this portion of Scripture, it's not cloning. We don't need clones. We don't need cookie-cut churchianity, you know, going through the motions, the same, you know, treating everyone the same and raising them up through the same programs, thinking this is how we do it. You know, you've got A, B, C, you know, the 12 steps to discipleship, you know, the 24 steps to church membership. And, you know, if you do X, you can do Y and then you're on the fast track to whatever, you know. This is not what we need. But what we need is we need to live with the truth that has been revealed. So we, we're not going to take the patterns of the world. We're going to recognize the pattern the Father has for us. And how do we do this? We're transformed with the renewing of our mind. And this is something we've got to do on a daily basis. And, you know, some people's minds are more active than others. You know, that's just a fact. You know, some people's minds are so active, they can hardly get rest because their mind is going crazy. And, you know, the only way to get deliverance from from uh, you know uh, that type of uh, spirit, that type of operation, is to get to the place of meditating on the word day and night. And what's it going to take? Maybe you've got to fast and pray, and and get to a place where you have peace of mind. You know, the devil doesn't want you to have peace of mind. He wants you to be in a panic. In fact, every time you move into anxiety and fear and in these areas, you know, what you're doing is denying the power of Yahovah. 
And your anxiety and fear cannot produce any fruit that's going to take you forward in life. So if you're anxious, if you're in fear, if you're under pressure because of what you see in the flesh around you, this is not the environment to grow in the spirit. You've got to readjust into an environment so you can grow properly in the spirit. You've got to renew your mind. Hallelujah. Being transformed. What does it mean? I'm not going to look like I used to look. And when people see me, they're going to be they're going to say, "Goodness me, holy smoke," as we might say. <laughs> yeah. What has happened to that person? They have been transformed. Something has taken place. They don't walk the same, they don't look the same, they don't act the same. There's just something about you. What is it? What is the love of Yahovah? And it says if we will take this as a foundation, you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Some people are so scared to make a decision because they want to find out from someone else, is this all right? Is this okay? But it says in the Word, if you understand this, you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Then you can go to those servant leaders and those who you respect in the Spirit, and you can share with them, this is what the Holy Spirit is revealing to me, and this is the direction that I'm going in. And if it's biblically sound, and if it's backed up by the word, hallelujah. But if a, if a servant leader says, wait a second, you know, I understand what you're saying, but here's the problem of what you're saying. This is going against the scriptures. And if those things are, are made, uh, brought to our awareness, are we going to adjust so that we're going with the scriptures? And this is what we're talking about, living with the truth revealed. You know, you don't have to get out there in wacko maniac land where people are just flying in some, like, Holy Ghost drug. No, we can learn to be at peace, to walk on purpose, and to have authority in the Spirit, not to be afraid of what's taking place. Listen, Yeshua, he slept in the storm when all the disciples are going crazy. When the guards came to arrest him, in the Garden of Gethsemane. What took place? You know, he wasn't like, oh, you know, oh, God, man, I, I, I don't know, I'm panicking. I don't know how to handle myself. Just give me 10 minutes. Let me have a cup of coffee and just calm down so I can address you. No, he was at perfect peace. You and I can be at peace no matter what the circumstances that are thrown at us. The question is, what are you doing in your mind? How are you acting? How are you responding? Do you think it's all about how you see it? And if it doesn't happen the way you see it, what fruit comes forth from your life, from that position? Is it the fruit of the Spirit, or is it uh, uh, the fruit of Hasatan? Are, are you seeing the wrong spirit in operation? Hallelujah. So, and you know, th this is such an important element because it says you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Guess what? There you are. You are in the perfect will of Yahovah. I want to make a declaration. I know where I am today, and I know I'm in the perfect will of Yahovah. So it doesn't matter what circumstances are coming. It doesn't matter what's happening around me. It doesn't matter what crises happen in the world or to what level of persecution. 
It doesn't matter what's taking place. I can be in peace. And, you know, there is sometimes news that comes forth that robs your peace. And the question is, how long does it take us to get back to that place of peace? That deter- That's determined by our spiritual maturity. Verse 3, For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. And, you know, we understand the grace that we have received. And when we understand, the more we know, the more we know we don't know, huh, you know, we're understanding the grace. And that, that's what leadership is all about. The more we grow in the Father, the more we realize, Father, you use us in spite of us. You know, if you're thinking of yourself more highly than than you ought, you know, well, I'm just moving in that spirit of pride. I'm, I'm lifting myself up. No, but rather think of yourself in sober judgment in accordance with the measure of faith Elohim has given you. You know, there is many people who accuse spiritual people of operating in pride. No, they just have authority in who they are. They know who they are. When Smith Wigglesworth attended the funeral and, you know, he went down, hauled the dead person out of the casket and threw them off the back wall of the church. Let me tell you something. There's plenty of people thinking, what a prideful man this is. Who does he think he is? Do you think he's Yeshua, Jesus himself in the flesh? You know, everyone's in shock and panic. Why? It's not the level or the measure of faith that's given them. And they're watching Smith Wigglesworth moving the measure of faith given to him. And they're freaking out. You know, you can get scared from time to time with the level of faith that you see in another. When we do the Livingstone Torah Outreach, many people come and they say this to me, listen, I'm stepping out. Man, this is not an easy place for me to be to get ready to go on the streets to do outreach. But, you know, even in the midst of my fear, I'm going to stand with the measure of faith Elohim has given me. And, you know, my encouragement is, Yehovah will meet you right there. He'll meet you there. It's okay to say this is new. It's okay to say you feel unqualified. Let Yehovah meet you right there. Just as verse 4, this is Romans chapter 12, if you're just tuning in, and verse 4, just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Messiah, hallelujah, we who are many form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. Oh, belong, belonging. This is so important. We are part of the family of Elohim. You no longer need to feel that you're isolated or set apart unless you're choosing. You know, Haley was reminding me today about, you know, sometimes I'm such an introvert. You know, there's things going on. Ah, you know, I just don't think I'll bother going to that. Or I think I'll just stay at home. I'll let you go. And she's like, what are you talking about? You know, you've got to get out there and, you know, be a part and be a support and be part of the body. So, you know, we've got to address these things. Yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah, that's how I need to be. That's how I need to be thinking. What was I thinking to think? No, shrink back. Don't be part. Uh, You know, just be a loner. No, the Father wants us to be uh, one who will bring blessings to others. And, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone is so important. Hallelujah. So Messiah, in Messiah, you... um, 
we who are many form one body. And, you know, when we talk in the area of rejection, just because you experience rejection or you have bad experiences because of how other believers have treated you, it doesn't take away from the fact that we need to belong. So we stand in the place of hope and say, Father, will you bring forth restoration? Will you bring forth healing and deliverance in Yeshua's name? Verse 6, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. You know, you've got these organizations and, you know, prophetic training camps and oh we'll just lay hands on you now you're going to prophesy and you know people lining up with your number and just come down and you know just you know start praying in the spirit and then just start prophesying over them and just let that gift of prophecy flow but you know if you see divorce if you see problems don't be prophesying that you know if you see streets of gold and driveways and new houses and a beautiful family prophesy that what type of prophecy is that that is not what we see in accordance with biblical prophecy that you know the the office of the prophet or to prophesy is bringing people back in line with the scriptures it's not about telling people how awesome they are but you know if you see spiders and dark things and oh and don't be prophesying that you know, you know, what type of training camp is that in prophecy? No, if your gift is prophecy, let him use it in proportion to his faith. What work has the Father done in you? Let it naturally flow. Let it organically flow as the Father has done his work within your life. Verse 7, if it's serving, let him serve. If it's teaching, let him teach. If it's encouraging, let him encourage. If it's contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it's showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. And what do we see? Let him, let him make way for the body to function properly so that we can be of service to others. So the question is, what are we doing for the body of Messiah? How are we ministering to the body of Messiah? Are we speaking into the lives of others in the way that the Father has called us to do that? And it's not just about in our spiritual gifts. It can also be in our natural resources and how we serve and how we minister into the needs of others. What a beautiful picture we see here of, you know, even if it's leadership, let them govern diligently. If it's shown mercy, let them let do it cheerfully. The Father has a plan and a purpose for your life. Don't be afraid of who you are called to be. Just start walking it out step by step. What are we doing? Living with the truth revealed. Verse 9, love love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. This is the key. This is the key. How is our love in our lives? And you know, this is what we talked about yesterday. We talked about love one another and the importance of of dealing with the love of Yahovah. We have been forgiven much. We will love much. How are we responding to the needs of others? But your love must be sincere. Hate what's evil. Listen, fight the evil. Come against the evil so that love will be revealed in your life. Cling to what is good. Hallelujah. Uh, Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor 
serving Yahovah. Be joyful in hope. Hallelujah. Be joyful in what's to come. You don't have a hold of it yet. But be joyful in this growth process of growing in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Some of you just feel like there's a you know rain cloud over your heads in this process. You go on emotional roller coasters. And you know, the father's saying, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction. Patient in affliction, don't worry. Yet you may be afflicted, but you know the promises of Yahovah. Those promises will bring you through. They will bring you to the place the Father has called you to be. Faithfully, uh, faithful in prayer. Be faithful in prayer. This is what I love about Cross and Point Global Community, the opportunity to identify what are the needs of others. How do we pray for the needs of others? Do we take time out each day? We're our number one focus is to invest in prayer for the needs of others. This should be just a general part of our lives of spiritual growth. Uh, You know, not just spiritual growth, just spiritual life in general. Hallelujah. Share with Elohim's people who are in need and practice hospitality. How do we become uh, everything that we need to be for helping others, for supporting others in their walk in Yehovah? Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. This is so important. You know, when you have a conflict, when you're dealing with a conflict, can you deal with it in a spiritual manner and still have the right heart in dealing with conflict so we can overcome rejoice with those who rejoice mourn with those who mourn live in harmony with one another do not be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position do not be conceited do not be proud but live with pe- but uh, associate with people of low position come on it's not about what is your position how do we look up to people can we just be the body of Messiah and praise the Father for the gifts that's in each and every one of our lives. Verse 17, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everybody. If it is possible as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for Elohim's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says Yehovah. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Now, you don't think, oh, my enemy's hungry. I'm going to feed you because I hate your guts. No, you've got to make sure you're in the right heart in dealing with this. Hallelujah. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. What a beautiful picture we see here in Romans chapter 12. It's just a lovely uh, picture of the faith walk and understanding how unique we are, but also how we are called to walk together, that we are not called to be um, separated from each other. I understand there's challenges. I understand you're dealing with personalities, you're dealing with viewpoints, and people are in different places. Sometimes you speak the truth, it makes people as mad as hell. 
They get so mad with the truth that's coming forth from within you. And we've got to learn, how do I minister this word in a way that this person can receive the word of Yahovah? So I encourage you. Uh, why don't you turn to James chapter 5, just in closing here. It says, you know, I could read the whole chapter, but I'm just going to read a couple of verses. In verse 7, Be patient then, brothers, until Yahovah's coming. See how the farmer waits for the land to yield its valuable crop and how patient he is for the autumn and spring rains. You too be patient and stand firm because Yehovah's coming is near. Don't grumble against each other, brothers, or it will be uh, judged. The judge is standing at the door. Brothers, as an example of patience in the face of suffering, Take the prophets who spoke in the name of Yahovah. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what Yahovah finally brought about. Yahovah is full of compassion and mercy. He's full of compassion and mercy. So how are we going to help those that are going through difficult times? And in the midst of your persecution, in the midst of your difficulty, persevere in Yeshua's name. In the face of suffering, hallelujah. You know, consider it joy. <laughs> That's what James says in verse uh, chapter 1. Whenever you face trials of many kinds. Okay. Yahovah is full of compassion and mercy. Verse 12, Above all, my brothers, do not swear, nor by heaven or earth or by anything else. Let your yes be yes, and your no, no, or you will be condemned. So stop trying to bring forth your own opinions and understanding on something. You know, understand the will of the Word and the will of Yahovah and stand upon His promises. And in doing this, we're not going to be anxious about that which is outside of the parameters and how we are called to live. So listen, we can be out there by faith, out of control, loving it in the spirit, right? But the question is, are we doing it all as we live within the, the truth that has been revealed to us? And that's the key. That's what keeps us safe. What does the truth do? It sets you free. And Father, we ask for your truth to be established within our lives. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the message today. And I encourage you, just take a moment and hit the thumbs up, the like button uh, on Facebook, thumbs up on uh, YouTube. I want to encourage you, share this message with someone. Who do you know that needs this message today to be encouraged? You can also email me, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. I'd love to hear your testimonies or your prayer requests. You know, I'd love to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. If you want someone to bounce something off, just send me an email and we would love to interact with you. Hallelujah. If you're blessed and encouraged with the message, you want to support the ministry, you can do that at buildthoseoffaith.com. You'll see the giving section there. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom.